matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we? Come play with us, Danny. Bad luck to kill a seabird. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Trashmouth, and this week, my guest is Uncle Lloyd himself, Lloyd Kaufman, co-founder of Troma. Now, before we get into this week's interview, I just want to say a special rest in peace to Riley Gale of Power Trip. My thoughts and condolences go out to his family and friends. I just want to say thank you to him for everything that he did for the hardcore community and just the world in general and everything that his legacy will continue to do. Uh, Power Trip is one of those few bands that I actually remember the first time I heard them. It was on the way to uh, United Blood 2014. One of my buddies showed him to me for the first time, and that's all we listened to the whole way was Power Trip and Iron Age. So uh, I've always loved those dudes, and, and my thoughts got to them for sure. Now, with all that being said, I just want to say make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and here's the interview. Hey, how's it going? All right. How are you, Tim? Doing good. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for bringing Toxie. <laughs> Very happy to. Thank you for having us. Yes, sir. So if you don't mind, I'm going to start with a few... Uh, Personal questions about yourself. Are we, um, how is this going to be? Is this going to be visual or just uh, voice? I'll be uh, releasing the whole episode and uh, just the audio, but I'll probably take a small clip out of it to promote the episode with uh, the visual on social media and stuff like that. Okay, well, um, since this is, this is a, a, a plus uh, music, isn't it? The pick. Yes. This is what, the flicks and picks? Horror flicks and guitar picks. <laughs> Well, um, what about clarinet? Any? Uh... <laughs> I haven't had any clarinet uh, players yet, but my stepbrother was a killer clarinet player back in uh, high school. Hell yeah. yeah. Here we go. Are we getting a live performance? Yeah. This is all that I've accomplished over six months of uh, lockdown. Awesome. The next Kenny G. <laughs> That's uh, Prokofiev, and you can see uh, clarinet is not in great shape. Yeah. But I'm not in great shape. So, so did you really just pick that up over the uh, quarantine? I played it in, in eighth grade in <laughs> band. Yeah, third clarinet too. I never practiced, and I still have the thing, so uh, I pulled it out. And at seven o'clock every night, we uh, uh, although the New York hasn't been quite as uh, active recently, mm -hmm. uh, we've been serenading the uh, frontline workers, you know, the people who deliver your uh, food and and uh, take care of the hospitals, and uh, you know the people who got us through this thing. Yeah, I really like. Uh, I thought it was awesome that you brought your wife with you on to the last drive-in. Do you mind telling me how long you guys have been married, and you know if you have a story about how you guys met? She's here, actually. I could, I might be able to find her. Um, we, uh, the commissioner and my wife, uh, Pat, has been the New York Film Commissioner for 20 years. She killed off four uh, 
governors, both Democratic and Republican. <laughs> and uh, yeah, both parties appointed her and reappointed her. And mm. uh, she has recently produced one of the three producers of uh, Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, which is our uh, delightful new uh, rendition of Shakespeare's The Tempest, which is going to premiere on uh, August 29th. When will this show air, Tim? It'll probably uh, air the Friday right before that. Oh, sweet, because uh, the, the 14th, there is going to be a live reading, but uh, I guess this will air after the live reading. We have a table yeah. where all the actors are just reading the script, and that's going to be a, a live reading this uh, Friday night at 7 Eastern uh, Daylight Savings Time. Okay, awesome. And, uh, the movie will premiere at Fantasia on August 29th at uh, 9.30 or but it's Eastern time, I believe. I don't know, Montreal time, whatever that is. <laughs> and what, uh, what's the plans after that for the release? Are you going to put it on Watch Trauma as like a more a purchasable film first and then it's going to go to streaming? Or? Well, usually if I direct a movie, it can get into about 200 movie theaters. Um, it used to be 2,000 yeah. screens. But uh, since the great uh, monopolization of the media, <laughs> thanks to uh, Clinton and the uh, subsequent presidents, yeah. the, um, we only get about 200 uh, theaters if I, if I direct a movie. And those are mainly uh, one-off, you know, one at a time or midnight or one week. Uh, in L.A., we have Lemley Cinemas who give us a couple of weeks. Uh, New York, same thing. Uh, other, uh, but uh, everywhere else, it's basically... Uh, like Alamo Draft House, uh, they give us a couple of weekends here and there. Yeah. So it's uh, it's very hard, but that's where Shakespeare's right now. Mutant Blast. Uh, we just had Troma Dance, the twentieth twentieth uh, annual Troma Dance Film Festival, uh, hmm. which does not usually include Troma movies, but this year it was at the Mahoning Drive-in in Pennsylvania, Tim. Yeah. And Mutant Blast uh, played, and uh, Slashing Two. We had a special sneak preview of uh, Slashing 2, directed by Brandon uh, Bashan, who wrote uh, Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm screenplay. Okay, hell yeah. And, uh, Fernando Ale, who did special effects on Return to Newcomb High and Return to Return to Newcomb High. Yeah. Uh, practical effects. Uh, Fernando Ale made uh, Mutant Blast for us. And uh, that's been in about 30 film festivals. And it was just starting to play theatrically with Lemley Cinemas in Los Angeles when this uh, lockdown uh, became uh, serious and we all had to leave Los Angeles. Uh, the director went back to Portugal and I went back to New York. Oh, okay. And, and we had the to cancel all the theaters. Well, we, we didn't, the theaters are all closed. So yeah. except for drive-ins, we can't do too much. By the way, if you're, if you're near a drive-in, the Toxic Avenger, Avka, 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 Avka. <laughs> AVGA, they are distributing Toxic Avenger to many uh, drive-ins. Okay. So, uh, keep an eye out. There'll be the director's cut and a uh, beautiful, beautiful restored version. And uh, it's going to be really nice. No, definitely. I have a few that are, they're within three hours, which is worth the trip for the uh, Toxic Avenger for sure. So if it comes to either one, I'll definitely go. Well, thank you. Also, you could tell your um, drive-in to play the Trauma Dance sold out last weekend in the Mahoning uh, drive-in. Both yeah. Friday night, they had 500 tickets both nights and uh, basically sold out. They couldn't fit any more cars. The police were, uh, you <laughs> know, put a stop to the cars coming in. Yeah. Hell yeah. So now that's that might be something for you guys if you have a drive-in. Uh, these are not all trauma movies either. Many of the movies, uh, most of them were not trauma movies. They're just new young directors. Who were yeah. On the way up. 
speaking of trauma movies, back in 2010, you know, they announced that uh, Akiva Goldsman would be finally doing a, a Toxie reboot. And then just last year, they announced uh, Megan Blair. Is that something that you think would ever happen? Or is that something that you think the big uh, well, studios the are scared Goldsman, of? The Aviva Goldsman team didn't work out too well. They have great guys, wonderful guys, great sense yeah. of humor. But um, I don't think they quite got the, uh, the, 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 the real Toxic Avenger. And uh, now there's a new team from Legendary. Yeah. They make all sorts of movies uh, from Pikachu to Pikachu to uh, <laughs> Godzilla meets Khan. So they've got Megan Blair. If, he, if they let him make it, if he gets to make the movie, it'll be better than the original. I'll tell you that. He's a, he's a real, the real artist and he, he's crazy about trauma. Megan yeah. Blair, he loves Terra Firmer and Trauma's War and all the, and everything we've done. You know, he's a real fan. So, and he's written the script. I've read it. It's better than the original Toxic Avenger. And uh, <laughs> if if they right now they're trying to cast, they're trying to get a big time. Uh, whoops, sorry, <laughs> I'm not wearing any pants. Um, <laughs> whoops, sorry. Uh, so if if uh, they're trying to get. Uh, you know, a center, a tentpole, uh, big, big time star in there. And uh, not so easy because nobody really knows her or his or their schedule. Yeah. Because of this uh, force majeure. And uh, so we're all uh, kind of sitting around waiting. Yeah. And you... Uh... I'm, looking, I'm looking for my next script. I don't know what to do next. So if anybody out in uh, Tim Mills land uh, <laughs> uh, sees uh, something that's truly unique, it yeah. doesn't have to even be possible. Just entertaining and uh, one of a kind. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, doesn't. It's not like we're, we don't try to make movies that are formulaic at all. So, uh, yeah, it's one of a kind. We're willing to take a risk, and we don't. Uh, I don't particularly care to work with stars myself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, half a million dollar budget would be the highest uh, I could raise. So, if anybody's out there with a uh, something truly original, yeah. Uh, hit me up on uh, at Lloyd Kaufman uh, Twitter or Instagram. Hell yeah! No, definitely. Uh, well, hit Tim Mills up. Yeah, maybe we do a joint production. <laughs> where are you based in? Uh, North Carolina. Oh, where? Uh, Elizabeth City. I'm like an hour from the Outer Banks. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my wife is uh, from North Carolina, and she's from Charlotte. Okay, and I got some family in Charlotte. Daughters, one of our daughters. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one of our daughters uh, went to Duke, and okay, awesome. uh, her relatives are still in both Charlotte and uh, also Durham. Uh, in fact, her brother's basically living right off the campus at Duke. He and yeah. his wife have retired there. Wonderful life. That's awesome. We own some swamp land too, I think, or some floodplain. We own some land in uh, in uh, where the heck is it? It's in it's in uh, Huntersville. Huntersville. Mecklenburg County. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been there, but there's like, uh, there's a couple of places in North Carolina where you just go through and it's nothing but fields and it's a whole new town that you just never heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's sort of what, where we, what we did about, we, we, you know, we, we tend to, since movies are not the most practical investment, they're certainly not safe. Yeah. We made a little money. We would buy, uh, like we bought the trauma building in New York and, uh, that was a much more successful than any uh, movie we've made. <laughs> and uh, so we, you know, since movies are the most speculative and most dangerous uh, investment, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, most risky. Uh, real estate is the most, uh, usually the safest. But, 
I managed to uh, screw that up too. <laughs> and uh, with this being a uh, like a music and horror movies podcast, if you don't mind me asking, how was it working with uh, Joe DiPietro and uh, David Bryan on the musical for Toxic it's Avenger? Great. They're terrific. In fact, I, uh, uh, my wife and I wanted to revive the Toxic Avenger musical in New York, uh, you know, do a very off, off, off Broadway. And I think that's yeah. the best way. I think the problem with the musical in New York, it's a brilliant musical. It, it's delightful. It's mm. terrific. My wife has taken all her junior league and uh, debutante friends to see it. It's the only thing I've been associated with in my entire 50 years of movie making that she, she could take her friends to see without them uh, sharding all over the seats. <laughs> so so um, it's wonderful. If any, if any of you have a chance to see the Toxic Avenger musical, it's brilliant. We wanted to do a, an off, off, off Broadway, bring it back to New York in a very small way. Mm. And, uh, but of course the, uh, the pandemic has stopped all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but I think it's such a good musical, but I think in New York, it, it went a year here but it was too big. The theater was too big. It's more intimate. It's got, the brilliance of Toxic Avengers. The musical only has five uh, actors in it, and they play multiple roles. And it's, it's delightful. And this, you go out singing the songs. And, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, David Bryan uh, uh, put in the in London when the when the show opened in London in the program. Mm -hmm. He wrote that he had uh, seen the Toxic Avenger movie when he was twelve years old. And uh, from then on, he wanted to do a musical of Toxic Avenger. And finally, uh, somehow, we all got to do it. Hell yeah. If you could ever do a musical for another one of your movies, which one would you like to do? I, I don't know. That's a very good question. Uh, I'm a big fan of musicals, which is yeah. not the most, again, that's not the most sensible thing. Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead is kind of a musical. Yeah. It's not classical musical the way Cannibal the musical is. Uh, which was Trey Parker's movie, uh, mm. which is Trey Parker's trauma movie. Uh, they went on to do South Park after that. Yeah. And um, I don't know what happened to South Park, if it succeeded, but I told it's very amusing. It's still lingering. Is it still around? Yeah. <laughs> South Park's unbelievable. It gets better and better. And better. It's funnier and funnier, and uh, it's wonderful. That's, you know, the mainstream delivers some good stuff every once in a while. Yeah, it's been really uh, nice anyway, watching them go like current. Good. Yeah. What's that? I was Sorry, just saying it's, it's really nice watching them uh, like start to do current events with it and kind of just keep up with what's oh, going on. Unbelievable how fast they, they when I was a kid, we used to read a, a satirical magazine called Punch, Punch, and mm -hmm. uh, it was a British magazine and it was satire. And the same with The Spectator. The Spectator used to have some good satire and Mad Magazine was yeah. great satire, but uh, the, it's all gone away. And uh, Thanks to Trey and Matt and Troma, the American satire world has been kind of resuscitated. And now, of course, with the great cancellation of anything uh, you say, no matter what you say, you can get canceled. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have freedom of speech as long as we don't say anything. You got to be careful. <laughs> no, I do. I, uh, I've had incidents before where I've just made sure, like I've had to separate myself from a uh, guest. I won't say anybody's name or nothing, but I had a guest that I was working with and then there was some, he had an incident happen. So I just didn't have him as a guest pretty much. As we'll say. So you never ran your episode with uh, Donald Trump? <laughs> no, he, uh, he got too much orange on my ma uh, microphones. <laughs> I put uh, today, I put a photograph, uh, there's a tomato. I don't know if you've seen it, but there is a tomato um, or tomato. <laughs> uh, it looks it, basically it's it looks like a behind a behind with a big crack and uh, and it's got this like comb a comb over it's on my instagram today check 
<laughs> David Bertolini sent it to me. <laughs> Tramato. He, he, uh, he makes, uh, he has a big, or he did have a spooky world, uh, a uh, Halloween uh, amusement hayride uh, in Massachusetts, hmm. but he's moved out to Los Angeles. Hell yeah. Real quick, what, what scene would you say, you know, you've been doing trauma for, y'all are on your 47th year or 48th year? Uh, 47th, I think. Yeah, 47th. All these years, what scene have you probably gotten the most flack for from, you know, just either the MPAA or, you know, even from people around you? Well, the, the Motion Picture Association of America generally uh, was there to put people like us out of business by harshly um, censoring the movies made by independent uh, people like us yeah. and, uh, and allowing uh, genuine violence and sex to be in Bruce Willis movies. Yeah. Uh, so that killed off a lot of the independent producers. Uh, luckily, we use our own money, so we don't have any bank loans to repay. So it's just, it's just we who uh, suffer. So yeah. we continue to keep going all these years. But I think the MPAA generally was a disaster for independent uh, art in in America. Mm. And um, uh, the the only flack we've ever gotten, I don't recall getting. We get very little hate from anybody. The only thing yeah. that, that I recall getting any sort of problem was uh, the shotgun uh, of the dog in Toxic Avenger. Uh, yeah. We got a couple of, uh, of uh, hostile letters about that. And then Big Gus, What's the Fuss, which we made in Israel in 1970. Mm. Uh, we had a couple of uh, synagogues that rented it from us and uh, only two. It was a horrible film. It's G-rated. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So one of the uh, synagogues wrote back to us uh, something about uh, the worst thing that happened to Jews since Mein Kampf was uh, Big Gus What's the Fuss that we made in Israel. But then that's totally G-rated. It's just a rotten film. It's horrible. But the good news is that not only the Chinese have bootlegged it, but uh, there were people in Queens, New York, who have been advertising bootleg versions of, of Big Gus What's the Fuss, which is hard to believe. Getting it back in circulation so it can get that uh, Blu-ray release. Don't even think about looking at it. It's just, it's just bad. That's one uh, vinegar syndrome we'll have to go after. I don't know <laughs> yeah, but, you uh, can have some fun with it. And one, you know, uh, 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 the uh, who are those guys? Uh, Achievement Hunter. Achievement Hunter with the uh, theater mode uh, rooster teeth. Those guys yeah. can take because what's the fuss and have a blast. <laughs> no, and that's one thing I love about uh, watchtroma.com is, uh, or watch.troma.com is the fact that it ha- pretty much has all the special features with a lot of the classic trauma films. So, you know, you don't need to go out and, I mean, you know, you still want to get your uh, physical media, you know, because you never know what's going to happen with the cloud, but it's nice no, to be able to watch you. all the commentary thank and stuff you. like that. Well, thanks for uh, being so well prepared too. That's very kind of you to uh, <laughs> mention uh, Trauma Now, which is Mm-hmm. Our streaming service, it's the future, but now. And uh, the first month is free. Mm-hmm. And uh, about a thousand movies. Uh, there's a, a lot of uh, shorts, documentaries, features. Uh, our new movies, of course, go there. And uh, mm-hmm. Mutant Blast is there exclusively. Very hard to see Mutant Blast because the theaters are closed. Yeah. And that's there for rental and purchase. And uh, so is the Return to Return to Nukamaya, Volume 2. Oh, yeah. It's available exclusively on Troma now. And... Uh, there are a lot of new movies there too that have come out of Troma Dance. Yeah, no, I love uh, Troma now. Do you have any plans to turn that into an app or anything? I know right now it's just the website. Yeah, I know. We're we're very close. Uh, it it we it, we are very close to to an app. 
Okay. So, uh, and so it isn't the work. We have no money. We can't really uh, afford to pay for an app. No, so I we gotcha. have a very nice fan in Texas, Devlin, who has been working on an app for a long time. And he's very, I think he's finished it. And I think now it's just a matter of getting, figuring out how, whatever payment service or if something like that. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't like to show any leg. <laughs> so did, uh, I'm not wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> And all those movies, again, going back to the Troma catalog, do you have a scene that was like, you know, one that always sticks in your head is it was super complicated to do, but at the end of it, you know, you were super excited that it worked out? Well, uh, thank you for that excellent question. There's a, uh, a car flip in Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD that is okay. probably one of the greatest car flips ever shot. Yeah. And we had five cameras on it and there's one angle on it. Uh, my camera, which was uh, very close to the car, Mm. going up in the air and twirling around and came very close to landing on my camera. But that shot is magnificent. And uh, yeah. we've used it in just about every movie since. So, and people have, uh, a lot of our fans have asked to use it. Uh, so you'll find a lot of independent movies. Suddenly there's a Kabuki Man car flip. <laughs> Hell yeah. And also some commercials. Uh, uh, we get a fair amount of Japanese uh, advertisers who use our monsters and explosions and car flips and Kevin Costner stuff or whatever. <laughs> you know, we have a very big uh, stock footage library. We yeah. don't really advertise it, but uh, it's, there's a business there. If somebody wants to run a stock, stock footage company, we've got explosions, monsters, animals, naked people, <laughs> guns, you've got everything. And all of it's uh, hundred you know, non-union. So you don't have to worry about the uh, paying S screen actors guild. Do you do you make movies, Tim? Or are you in the arts like uh, we are? No, I uh, I just do this podcast and I do play music, but I don't play it professionally just for fun. So, oh, cool, well, great. What do you play? Guitar. Ah, good, great. Yes, great. sir. <laughs> well, since this is a music podcast, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of music do you listen to? Well, I've been listening to a lot of John Brennan these days. I <laughs> know him from his excellent work on Joe Bob Briggs' uh, Drive-In. John He's a good Brennan guy. <laughs> came out of the loins of uh, was it, the womb of trauma. Yeah. And uh, created the Sergeant Kabuki Man TV show, uh, Kabuki Man's Cocktail Corner, <laughs> uh, from which Doug Sackman is now uh, trying to organize a uh, revisiting, a re reboot, of, a remake, a re no, not remake, a uh, sequel to Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Okay, awesome. And Brennan uh, is a fabulous musician. Um, uh, we're both uh, big fans of Ween. Yeah. Very much like Ween. Uh, Foxygen is cool. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm old. So uh, for me, it's Cole Porter and Rogers and Hart and Rogers mm -hmm. and Hammerstein and some of those crazy dudes like George Gershwin and uh, <laughs> Jerome Kern and Beethoven and <laughs> Joe Green. You know, <laughs> Joe Green, right? He wrote uh, Aida and uh, some of those great operas. Uh, you might know him as Giuseppe Verdi. Uh, that stuff. But on the new stuff, um, hey, there's a lot of great stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, certainly, um, it would have been great to see what Biggie would have done and what Tupac would have done. Uh, they definitely were onto something. Both, both were geniuses. And you really wonder why they got knocked off. That's so bizarre. Yeah. No, that's a crazy one that uh, you definitely want to Cobain see. Also, out, but... pity. You know, Kurt Cobain, where would he have gone? Right? It would have been great to see where he would have. I mean, Elvis to all these people, they were great. Yeah. 
No, definitely. You know, the guy who just died. Yeah, you just listened to his stuff. Billy Eilish. What's it? Billy Eilish? Eilish? English? Eilish? Eilish, she's, yeah. She's very good. Don't you think? Like King Prince. Do you know King Prince? Uh, it's a female. She's yeah. very good. It's also, it's hard to find anybody I don't like. You know, yeah. It's interesting. You need to... Uh, okay. I mean, everybody's... And, and so many filmmakers these days are multitask. They... Uh, when James Gunn uh, was working for us, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he had a band in high school called the Icons, and uh, the music was very good. I put one of their songs in Tromeo and Juliet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think I, w I became, when James and I were working together in the early 90s, I realized the, the young filmmakers are, are both filmmaking, music making, uh, effects making, you know, they can literally, Dylan, Dylan Mars Greenberg, who worked for us, uh, has uh, who's one of the stars of hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. She uh, makes her own feature-length movies. Has been in a bunch of ours. Worked mm -hmm. for us full time, uh, doing incredible uh, work with green screen and uh, CGI. Uh, and uh, now uh, her own movies are uh, wonderful. And her work in Shakespeare Shitstorm, uh, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, is uh, fabulous. Oh, and yeah. all these younger people, they, it's not, all I could do was uh, barely make movies. Uh, to learn, <laughs> you know, we had to work with celluloid, so we actually had to, it was very uh, horrible work uh, because you had to have a picture track and then 30 or 40 soundtracks that all had to be synced up on machines yeah. and film rips. And I, I can't, it's so much more fun and so much more uh, delightful to work in the digital format. Oh yeah, and speaking about uh, Shakespeare hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm, is uh there's a lot of rumors going around that that's your final directing film. Is is that true or? Well, unless I can find something uh, to do that uh, I love, mm -hmm. I don't right now. I don't really have anything. Uh, we wrote a book called Pests, B E S T S, mm -hmm. uh, which is you can get it. It's published both hardcover and uh, softcover. Awesome. And um, that, that might be a good trauma movie. It's got some good social uh, message. It's got some, uh, it, it's dark. It's not as slapstick as the stuff I've done in the past, but I got to, I, I got to raise some money for it. I, I, I can put in a hundred thousand, but uh, I, I probably need three or 400,000. So we're, yeah. yeah. we're going to Jordan Daly with whom I wrote the book. Uh, he's going to kind of, Think of we're gonna we've been discussing perhaps mm. should we write a screenplay? And uh, other than that, I don't have any movies. However, I'm producing Liam uh, Regan's latest movie. He did uh, um, My Bloody Banjo, which is currently on uh, Troma now, okay. and he's uh, making it. He's been the uh, he shot it, mm. and um, he's uh, editing. Luckily, he got it finished. Uh, he got the filming just about finished before COVID started. Yeah. So Eating Miss Campbell is one I produced with him. Uh, he writes and directs and he worked on, he worked for us on Return to Newcomb High and Return to Return to Newcomb High. And he worked on uh, Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. He went to Albania with us uh, when we shot there and, oh, yeah. uh, and came to New York also. Yeah. And then uh, Mercedes the Muse, I don't know if you know her movies, but she's got mm -hmm. a couple of her movies on, uh, on uh, Troma Now. And they're great. Uh, yeah. Honor Killing uh, uh, is terrific. And um, 
She is uh, in the middle of directing. Unfortunately, she had to stop uh, Divide and Conquer, which is a heavy uh, um, feminist uh, movie. Yeah. And um, there's one other uh, that's uh, finished, but uh, in the last stages of post-production. Mm -hmm. Heidi Moore, who made uh, uh, Dolly Deadly, which is on Troma now. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, directed and is in the final sound uh, mixing uh, uh, and color correcting of her sequel to Dolly Deadly called Kill Dolly Kill, which I produced. Hell so, yeah. uh, we keep chugging along. We don't make any money, but we're producing and uh, uh, creating some very good independent art, which unfortunately we don't have money to promote. Yeah. But thanks to good people like you, Tim, uh, the word gets out and uh, the fans keep us in business. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now I was going to ask, is that one thing that you kind of rely on a lot of the uh, convention circuits, you know, to help with funding for films and stuff like that? Or so is that kind of hurting you with Corona and everything or? Well, we've never been, uh, we've, ne we've been basically in, uh, our friends and us and we, Michael yeah. Hurst, my partner of 47 years and I, basically we've put up most of the money for most of our movies. Yeah. And uh, unless somebody's really willing, you know, we have to tell people if you're going to, right now, if you're going to put money into a trauma movie, uh, you've got to understand you're being a patron of the arts. You may never mm -hmm. see a penny back uh, because as the industry is so consolidated and uh, hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm, we have a couple of investors, but they understand it. In fact, Bad Dragon, I don't know if you know Bad Dragon, but they, uh, uh, they make, uh, it's a big company that makes adult toys. And uh, they happen to be movie fans. They, they're real movie nuts. And they gave us some money for Shakespeare, for hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. And um, they bring me out to the adult uh, video, whatever it is, yeah. in Las Vegas. It's a big, it's bigger than the Cannes Film Festival. And for the most part, the movies are even better. And the, certainly the celebrities are better. Yeah. And um, they bring me out there to sign autographs. They have a big uh, setup out there for the uh, AVN huge huge yeah. makes a uh, toronto film festival look like a fucking student filmmaking <laughs> hell yeah that's <laughs> awesome you would like it. i know john uh, john uh, brennan has been there with me really hell yeah now i was gonna say you need to grab yeah, john yeah. to do the next musical <laughs> well john's great they're very talented and um and you know they've just produced a big movie uh, in albania after hashtag shakespeare shitstorm John Brennan, Justin Martell, Matt Mangiarides, uh, he, uh, they produced uh, the remake of a big time Stuart Gordon movie with a big star, Barbara Crampton. Oh, Castle Freak? Uh, uh, Castle Freak, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be good. I don't know anything about it, but yeah. I know that we got great, we got a terrific uh, tempest. We got a great scene of a huge storm. Uh, <laughs> Actually, a shitstorm. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Albania, we got the Albanian Navy and wonderful. We had a great time. We shot there for eight days. And we are the first Troma Entertainment is the first movie company to film in uh, American movie company to film in Albania. So yeah. Once again, Troma is historic. And that's uh, whale shit. Now that we've seen the trailer, we know it's whale shit storm. <laughs> spoiler! You're a spoiler. Hey, spoiler. it's on the trailer. I didn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, the check August 29th. You'll see. Uh, you'll see it. It's going to be great. Well, I mean, if they listen to the read along, they'll find out uh, 
Friday the 14th as well, which that'll be uh, already passed by the time. Say that again, what? I was saying, and if they listen to the 14th, they'll find out as well, but I I was thinking uh, that'll be passed by the time. Yeah. The live table reading, uh, uh, we're all on that. Uh, Hopefully everybody shows up for it uh, on August 14th. uh, That's this Friday at seven o'clock. I think it's this Friday at seven Eastern Standard Time, but August 29th is when Fantasia will show Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, the movie. Yeah. And that'll be the world premiere. Hope it goes okay. Hell yeah. Th- uh, thank you for coming on. But if you want to talk about any- anything coming up, you know, uh, if you want to go ahead and like remind everybody about everything coming up with Troma and Lloyd Kaufman, go ahead. Well, it's very kind of you, Tim. I think the key is uh, Troma only exists because of you, you <laughs> fans, and please. Uh, uh, support Troma now. It's uh, during the COVID. Uh, that's the big uh, streaming service, right? Yeah. The Amazon censors, Google is censoring, and Google is demonetizing independence. So is Amazon. They're treating the independents like crap. Yeah. And uh, Troma now. There's no censorship. The movies are better than uh, what you'll find on Amazon for the most part, or Netflix. So go there and support the, the last independent movie studio. Forty-seven years of Troma. And, uh, you know, Troma has discovered Samuel L. Jackson, the South Park guys, James Gunn, Eli Raw. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Uh, Marissa, yeah. Marissa Tomei, and all of these movies with Vincent D'Onofrio, with, they're all up on uh, Troma now. And uh, we're putting up more and more from our library. And every month there's a number of new movies by brilliant new uh, filmmakers and uh, supporters because otherwise we won't be around. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, Troma now is expensive. We have to pay it, uh, you know. So we and we're now trying to get this app organized. So yeah. and if the app, the app will uh, allow you to go on uh, uh, Roku and uh, that kind of stuff. So uh, join Troma now. It's free the first month and only five bucks a month. And you know, even yeah. if you look upon it as how many GoFundmes are you asked to put money into, you get nothing. Yeah. Here, you at least you get you. You get uh, thousands of movies. You get it's like a mini Netflix, except no censorship and uh, and uh, it's not ninety percent shitty documentaries. <laughs> no, I highly recommend uh, watch uh, Trauma Now. And one thing that I'm excited about is I have a, a newborn coming up in a couple months, so I'm excited to show him the Toxic Crusaders and you know introduce him to Toxie early. <laughs> Yay! Well, thank you, Tim. That's great, and uh, thank you so much. Of course, I appreciate you, Lloyd. Well, thank you, Tim. Uh, should you come to New York, uh, try to visit us. We're, uh, my wife and I, of course, are in lockdown. But uh, if you're coming to New York, let us know. Troma's open. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, people, we go there. Uh, you know, it's open uh, in shifts. Some people go on Tuesday, Thursday. Others Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Others yeah. on the weekend. So we don't have too many people in there breathing on each other. Yeah. But we're, yeah. Not, uh, we're not shooting at all now until this... Uh, vaccine is created. I don't want to take any chances. Yeah. No, I Let appreciate Hollywood. that for sure. That's Hollywood. Hollywood's killed plenty of people. Let them keep <laughs> killing people. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck with people's health. The first yeah. rule of trauma production is safety to humans. And yeah. I quite honestly, I'm shocked that uh, the mainstream is going back to filming because it's clearly dangerous. It's clearly yeah. dangerous. And, yeah. There's a ton uh, of them already back to work. Yeah, well, let's see what happens. I wish them well. I hope nobody gets sick. But uh, boy, I wouldn't do that. I would not risk somebody's life for a stupid piece of fluff. Right? It's yeah. just entertainment. It's not worth it. Shoot, even schools are opening right now, which is kind of crazy to me. But Yeah, I'm, I'm very worried about that. I got grandchildren. We've got friends. We've got students. We, yeah. We trauma fans. Uh, you know, 
college, the co college kids are a big deal for us. And uh, uh, boy, I think it's awfully dangerous. Yeah. I think That's, a year yeah. off, if you're in college, take a fucking year off. I did it. I, I went to Chad. I, I lived in the bush of Chad. I got laid so many times. I mean, I learned so much uh, about another culture uh, in Central Africa. I, I gave them a year of my life and it was well worth it. I got more out of it than uh, the people I taught, I'm sure. And, uh, and uh, there's nothing wrong with it. Just uh, fucking around for a year. It's great. Yeah. I brought a lot of books with me. I was in the middle of the, the bush. Uh, no... Uh, Electricity, no running water, no TV, no nothing. 1964 through 66. And uh, and I brought up, you know, I never would have read Gibbon's Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire, which I found rather entertaining. You know, I brought all these books with me, the Blue yeah. Nile, all this. And uh, it was great. So uh, I, I would not, i stay away from college. for the. I don't know what you do with high school or, or nursery school, whatever, that stuff. That's a pity. But on the other hand, yeah. you know, it's, I feel bad for the people who have to go to work because what do they do with their kids? That's the worst of it. The fact that our half of, that 20% of our children go to bed hungry uh, and have to rely on schools for nourishment, for food, that's yeah. fucked up, right? That's, if, if that's fucked up, right? Yeah. Never mind trying to force TikTok to be sold to Microsoft. Why Trump should force uh, McDonald's, Burger King, and, and Kentucky and Wendy's to give all these people free food. Just they should be forced to give out free food. Yeah. And clothes, just free food. That's it. And not shit food. Salads yeah. and fruit, and they can do it. They're already set up with the boxes. Yeah, these are kids, yeah. not prisoners. So. That could be a presidential order. Yeah. But this TikTok thing is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's they're, they're spying on us, but 20% uh, of the American children are hungry. Yeah, as I was say, America's spying on us. They just don't tell us. They they're just worried about other people spying on us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but well, I appreciate you, Lloyd. It isn't a. But no, I appreciate you, and I'll definitely, if I ever come up to New York, then uh, I definitely will hit you up. Yep, come or and visit uh, Tromaville. Come visit the house of Troma. We get fans ringing our doorbell all summer. Uh, you know, they come and they bring their parents. You know, the parents bring them to to New York to see the uh, Statue of Liberty, but they. Uh, after they've seen the Empire State Building Statue of Liberty, they uh, force the parents to take them to Troma. Oh, yeah. The more <laughs> important Kansas place. Bowling. Kansas Bowling, who uh, she, I think she was 14 or 15. She made her mother uh, drop us, uh, you know, visit uh, Troma. Yeah. And, uh, and then I ended up uh, giving her money for her movie, uh, B.C. Butcher. B.C. Yeah. Butcher. She was 15 when she wrote it. And I think she was 16 or 17 when she shot it. And uh, it's great. It's very funny and amusing. It's got some good comedy. And uh, again, certainly better than any first film I made. Hell yeah. No, that's awesome. We put it out on Blu-ray. did very well. BC, it's a cave. It's, it's sort of inspired by uh, Ringo Starr's Caveman movie. Yeah. Now I have to look it up. You said BC Butcher? BC Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, uh, there's a, he, she's got, uh, um, she's got, uh, what's his name? From... Uh, uh, the television star, Kadeem Hardison, who mm. starred in Troma's, uh, uh, Troma's Death by Temptation, which was Samuel Jackson's first movie. Yeah. Uh, She's got Kadeem Hardison narrating the film, and then she has uh, the guy who was O.J. Simpson's uh, house guest, who uh, was so famous and funny on, during the trial, uh, kind of goofy guy, but he's def genuinely funny. Uh, yeah. I got a brain fart, but you'll, you'll know, <laughs> when you see him, you'll know who he is. Yeah. He had a big 
big 15 minutes of fame during uh, OJ's trial. Yeah. Now, I appreciate you, Lloyd. Enjoy the rest of your day. Well, thank you, Tim, and uh, best wishes to Tim Mills, and uh, may you prosper, and thank you for supporting Troma Entertainment. Yes, and sir. thank you to the Troma fans who have kept us going all these years and supported Uncle Lloydie. <laughs> well, have a good one, Uncle Lloydie, uh, and tell Pat have a good one, too. Uh, you want to play me off? Yeah. I'll play you off. You ready? <laughs> So I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week because my guest is going to be the one and only Alec Riley, guitar player for the band Initiate. So make sure you go follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out Loudmouth Threads who did this awesome original podcast artwork and stay safe.